Hey guys, Grace here with a quick disclaimer. The audio for the first maybe five minutes of this podcast is pretty shoddy, but then it gets better. So just hang on, trust me, I promise it gets better and uh, it's a great episode. Thanks for listening. It's almost this, it's a very humbling experience because it is nothing, it's nothing that I can do. And just by kind of handing that over to the Lord and being like, I'm offering you what I can do and it's up to you to take it above and beyond and impact people in a way that I will never be able to do on my own. Welcome to the Faith and Art Podcast. I'm Ellie. And I'm Grace, and this space is dedicated to conversations and questions for the Christian creative. Welcome to the Faith and Art Podcast. Um, Today we have our second guest of the season with us. We're super excited about it. Um, I think I'm actually just going to let Ellie jump right into introducing her. Yes, today we have Kaylin Birch, um, which I'm super excited about. She's actually one of my favorite artists. I have multiple of her pieces in my home. No, I literally do. I'm looking at them right now as we're sitting here. Um, but she's a she's a fantastic artist and person, um, and we're really excited to have her on. So, Kaylin, you want to introduce yourself? Tell them a little bit about the kind of art you make. Yes. Um, well, yeah. first off. Super glad to be here and to hang out with you guys. Um, but a little bit of background. Um, I feel like a lot of artists kind of have been doing art their entire lives, which is the case for me. But I didn't start painting until my freshman year of college. And it kind of just took off from there. Started out super realistic. And now I've moved into very atmospheric, abstracted oil pieces. Mm. So that's kind of... That's such a good word to describe your paintings because I'm like, abstract doesn't feel... Atmospheric. Right. Yeah. It's like, yeah. they are very atmospheric. And we'll definitely like tag her so you can look at her page because, I don't know, your paintings are kind of hard to describe. They're just like, uh, captivating is a good word. Like, I just want to stop and listen to them. Mm. Listen to them. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like that you said that you want to like stop when you see them because that's kind of as I've been hashing out my own thoughts on my pieces and like trying to articulate how to best describe them I've been editing my artist statement which has been a pain in the butt Mm -hmm. um but I think it's really challenged me to take a step back and just reevaluate like what I want to say through my pieces and just making it more clear in my brain like what my process is but that's kind of the goal is like I want them to be something where a viewer just gets to pause mm. and kind of be invited into this moment of like reflection almost. Yeah. So that was really cool that you said that. Well, they definitely do that. Like they you, you that. pause, but then there's some paintings where you pause and there's like, you're just like, they're peaceful, but there's not much to them. But like your yeah. paintings are the opposite. It's like almost like another world is mm. that feels dramatic and that sounds dramatic, but like, I don't know how it's, Maybe I'll get language to describe it. But. Well, the word otherworldly was used <laughs> in my artist statement. Well, I'm just so, hitting it right on the nail. <laughs> uh, no, this is like a confidence booster for me. Good. I'm like, okay, people get it. Yes. Good. So what, when you first started painting, because um, it sounds like you're very intentional now. Have yes. you always been intentional about like your process and like... 
I don't think so. Well, I think I wanted to be, but naturally like as you're figuring things out it's like you have to know why you're doing something in order to be intentional with it Mm -hmm. and I think that's kind of the point that I've gotten to now it's like it's just become over the last few months I feel like it's become very clear of this direction that I'm going in and so it's like now I've got this sort of goal I guess that I'm reaching for and so I can be more intentional with the steps I take to get there and the same thing with my process it's like I know how I get these outcomes I know that if I do a certain thing this will happen and so it just allows me to have a more deliberate approach to Mm, the pieces and that's kind of like what we want to talk about today is like your not not just your process but a creative's process how they do that with the Lord like and like everyone's walk is going to be unique yeah but I'm kind of interested uh, with you Kaylin specifically because you seem to model it well and I say seem like literally through the lens of Instagram and just like starting to get to know you as a person it seems like your process is intentional and I want to learn from other artists like how to navigate like establishing a process creatively with the Lord Mm -hmm. does that make sense Mm -hmm. because like I have my own rhythms but like I wouldn't say they're super intentional, like yeah. merging the two. And that's what this podcast is literally about, is like faith and art. So mm-hmm. um, I don't know if you want to like speak into like that development. That might be too big of yeah. a question. Or even just like what, maybe give some context for like what your day-to-day walk with the Lord is like. Yeah. yeah. Or history, whatever. Well, I think that was one of the big things that I kind of struggled with for so long as someone who wanted to pursue art is like, how does this relate to my faith? Like, how can I marry the two? Mm-hmm. Um, because as a Christ follower, you know, you want everything that you do to be honoring to the Lord and you want it to reflect the Lord's love and like what he's done for us. And so I kind of was always like, how can I do that with something that isn't, you know, just a Bible verse painted or, yeah. you know, a cross and like, this obvious statement of Christianity, I yeah. guess. And one of the most influential, I guess it was a turning point for me, was actually Miss Mary's class um, at Lee University. Um, it was like a visual art and faith class, I think. Mm-hmm. Was it like the one that everyone has to take? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. And she played a video by, it was Makoto Fujimura, mm-hmm. the artist, um, which have you guys heard of him? Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. He's a contemporary artist. He's a Japanese artist, and he spoke about like his journey with the Lord and how he came to this understanding of beauty from becoming a Christian, essentially, mm-hmm. and how his artwork has kind of turned into this act of worship. Anyways, like this video, I guess I just saw a real life artist, yeah, like living out it. his mm-hmm. faith through his artwork in such a visible way but it translated across Mm -hmm. like all types and like all walks of life it wasn't just here's my christian art it was i am an artist who is also a christian yeah and this is my artwork and it speaks for itself almost Mm -hmm. yeah and so i think that's kind of the approach i've been taking most recently is you know i'll spend my quiet time i'll spend time with the lord and then by doing that, you know, that lays the groundwork for the everything else that you do. Mm-hmm. And I think by approaching art as, okay, 
this is what I love to do. This is how you've created me. Do with that what you will. Yeah. I think there's an element of that that you can't really explain. It's like, I mean, you even said, you know, you kind of feel the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. when you see one of my paintings. And that's, yeah, that's all I can dream of, honestly. And it's like, realistically, like, you can't do that. Exactly. And so, it's almost this, it's a very humbling experience because it is nothing, it's nothing that I can do. And just by kind of handing that over to the Lord and being like, I'm offering you what I can do and it's up to you to take it above and beyond and impact people in a way that I will never be able to do on my own. Mm, That's so so good. That's so good. I know. It's actually like really like, um, I don't know. I'm like, like freeing. Yeah. Yeah. That's the word I'm looking for. It's like, it seems like that's that approach takes so much pressure off of you. Yes. And it's like, mm. here's what I have. I mean, that's so, that's just so, that just sounds like the gospel. It's like, yeah, you know, you bring it's just, what you have. bring what you have exactly. and let him just do. And, and what's, I think, beautiful <laughs> is like, just as a onlooker, like I'm seeing like, you, you just seem, if there's one artist and I'm, I'm really not just trying to hype you up, like I'm being genuine, like, it's like something I've struggled with is like, what, like, what is my style? Like who, like, it just feels very confusing. Mm -hmm. And I think so much of that comes from this pressure to like, um, to make it a certain way. And it sounds like you like in your walk with the Lord are just like, like, this is me. This is what I have. Like Mm -hmm. now you blow on it. Yeah. And instead of like you trying to like force outcomes, it's beautiful because I'm like, as an onlooker, I'm seeing the Lord, like what seems like really blessing, like in, in opening doors and like giving opportunities, but like opportunities for you to give what you have and nothing more. Right. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And I think, <clears throat> sorry. Um, I think leading up to when I kind of felt like I found my voice as an artist in like a, a specific style, it took, a lot out of me honestly and I think along the way it was having to kind of kill this perfectionism which I still struggle with a lot Mm -hmm. but I think I've learned a lot through failure and relating that back to my relationship with the Lord it's like this refining process yeah and I mean we talk about as Christians all the time, like the refining fires of the Lord's love. And I related that a lot to my art practice because it's like through these mistakes, through these failures, things start to develop and you Mm -hmm. learn things from that. And I feel like I've learned just just as much about the Lord through my paintings as I have about art in Mm -hmm. general. Mm -hmm. So I guess something that I'm thinking about, one of the things with perfectionism is knowing when to stop because Mm -hmm. there's always kind of this like and that's something that specifically with abstract work you know I do much more like here's a photo here's a painting um and so I kind of know when to stop because I know when it looks like that but you guys are both working from things that are like there is no like there's no (laughs) reference really it's this ambiguous thinking about the killing of perfectionism I guess I'm curious like in both of you like what is the process of knowing when to stop? Is it a feeling? Is it like a looking at a piece? Is it like, cause if you're, you both have mentioned like kind of struggling with perfectionism in, in the past and then walking with that with the Lord. 
Um, is it looking at a piece and then knowing like, I don't want to push it any, and you've even talked about this earlier. You're like, I wish I could go back on some pieces and like undo layers mm-hmm. that I've like, I've gone too far. Um, but I guess I'm just curious, like what is the ending process of like knowing when to stop look like? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. Okay. I'll take it away. <laughs> um, for those of you that can't see Ellie did a shrug and then pointed, pointed to Kayla. Um, I feel like I'm still kind of yeah. learning exactly what it is that makes a painting complete. Because mm-hmm. um, I think I could always kind of keep on going. But um, I think as time has gone on and I've just painted these pieces over and over again, it's like I know them well and I know kind of when a composition feels complete to me Mm -hmm. um and that just has come with time and I think that's a big thing for me is just stepping back from a piece Mm -hmm. often Mm -hmm. and just sitting with it um yeah instead of just being like in a rush to get back to work and like get back to layering or whatever um even as you just said that I mean I think that's so beautiful because I mean it makes me think of it makes me think of the garden in the sense like the word no like I'm thinking about the Lord and like he wasn't creating a product for anyone else to see. And I think that's the difference is that like we when I think about finishing a piece and I'll let you answer still, Ellie, (laughs) this was like thinking about the word. No, I'm like, man, that's so good in relating to like knowing this piece as opposed to knowing what the audience you don't know what the audience is going to say and you don't know how it's going to be received but when the lord made adam when the lord made eve he knew them so he knew when they were complete yeah because he knew who they were going to be and he knew you know same thing with animals same thing with like just kind of there's this intimate like knowing Mm -hmm. um that's beautiful and it's like i haven't really thought about art in that way like as a creator just like knowing them and like no because i'm thinking about the person that it's going to like i think that when god created adam he wasn't just thinking about how eve would receive him because he didn't make adam in eve's eyes he didn't make adam like just for eve he made adam for his pleasure you know like he made us for his pleasure just like we make things for but that's the thing. That's the difference. I feel like oftentimes I'm making things for other people's pleasure. It's kind of the plight of a commission artist. I mean, yeah, you're kind of right. like, you yeah. do make it for them. Um, but those pieces that are truly coming from inspiration and creativity, you're making it for your pleasure. Yeah. And so you do know them. And I just think that that speaks, it's, it just reminds me of the Lord because it's like, he knew us, you know, it's yeah. like, that makes sense. That's such a appropriate ending to a piece because mm-hmm. you know them. Yeah. But anyway, sorry. And that was the only other thing I, w- I would add is like it's kind of along those lines. I was with someone yesterday and we were talking about like when you know when it's done. And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> like I'm still figuring that out. And but I I told her, I was like, I think more than like it just being like, quote unquote, done. Like you have to have the confidence as in your own, like, like put the like imposter syndrome aside, like and just be like, like, I'm making this there's no like based on what I know and who I am as an artist like that's what decides if it's done Mm. you know like you can't look at it like okay does Ellie think it's done does especially with abstract art because you're never gonna like it's never gonna make sense to everyone but like as a Christian artist like knowing being confident in the front end of like God made me with these like preferences and this style and like these things that I appreciate like 
like if I were painting Kaylin's piece, it'd probably end up looking different because I have different, you know, does that no, make absolutely. sense? Absolutely. I feel like I'm rambling, but um, just that confidence factor of like, it doesn't have to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And like this, even though this is like an outworking of who I am, it's not me. Like mm-hmm. if it remains unfinished or like you put it down and it's like you wait two months, like it's okay. Yeah. Like stepping back and you know that's on the more like ambiguous side on a practical side like they, like you said like there are things that you can kind of check off like exactly. okay this is balance like what's the composite and that's stuff that you learn and that's like so fun like that's a really fun part of art but on like a identity side it's like this piece reflects you yes but like it's not you yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would agree with no, that. Makes sense. But it's kind of funny because I feel like I can almost sit with it too long. Mm-hmm. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I get to a point where, because I don't do a whole lot of commissions where it is that specific style. Yeah. Like aside from the one I did for you, I think I've only done one other oh, really? that is in that vein. And so when I'm doing those pieces specifically. As of right now, they are just for me and what I love to do. And so I get so attached (laughs) to those things. And even the commissions, like, it's so difficult for me to let those go because it's like I do spend so much time with them and, like, sitting with them and almost creating a history on the canvas with these pieces that it's, like, so much of myself and so much of my emotion and my thoughts and just, Mm -hmm. I don't know, It I get so attached to them. So it's like I kind of have to learn how to separate myself from yeah. them. So, I don't know. It's a no, weird, I feel the same weird way. experience. Winston, my husband, will be like, Ellie. Because <laughs> the pieces that I really love, like, I don't want to sell. Yeah. And they're also I'm, a lot of the pieces. Those are the pieces. Those that, are the pieces that, that people, people are like, will you, will you please sell this? And you're like, no. I'm like, no. And Winston's like, what? Like, what do you mean no? And you're like, <laughs> yeah, oh, I want to sell do. art. And you're like, it's yeah, far. but not that one. Yeah. <laughs> but not the ones that are actually, you know. Yeah. I am the same way. It's really hard. It's be- and I think just adding in, like, a spiritual component, like, yeah. it makes it even harder. Mm. Um, yeah. Well, I'm curious. So you have... In thinking about your process, I mean, we've talked about this a little bit off camera, but like you showed a little bit on your Instagram that you like journal and stuff mm-hmm. alongside, which I think is an, it's kind of unique to art. I don't know if it's fully unique to abstract artists because I'm not one. So mm-hmm. it'd be unique for me to like journal about a portrait and yeah. then like draw the portrait of um, someone I don't know, but maybe, I don't know. <laughs> um, but um, it's very interesting. <laughs> no. More homework. Um, <laughs> you should try it. Should try it. Um, but I'm just curious, like, kind of what started that for mm-hmm. you, and like, in that process, is it? I mean, Ellie asked a little bit, but like, if it's about the piece, but like, I'm also curious with like spiritual components, like if it's um, you journaling, like your journey with the Lord in that, if it's like pieces that have spiritual mm-hmm. meaning to you, and then final third part of this massive question <laughs> is like you read a lot yeah I think you post a lot about like yes. books and stuff you read yes. and I'm curious like how that it doesn't surprise me that you journal so much with your pieces because it seems like literature and like um that side of creativity is also so nourishing for you yes. and so I'm just curious like how those all play together and like how that came came about in your process so oh, these questions excite me so lots much. of questions well I've been journaling honestly since I was like nine or younger, like it's just kind of 
always been a part of my life. I don't really know what set that off, um, but like it's definitely a part of my quiet time. Um, it's kind of a way that I recharge is just, you know, kind of organizing my thoughts on paper, just getting them out of my brain. Mm-hmm. And in the beginning, I didn't really do that alongside my artwork, but then it kind of became this thing where I would journal about these things that I was thinking about or going through um, and it started to form ideas. I'm like, this would translate really cool as a painting or something. Um, So that kind of started it off and then I would write about these conceptual, um, almost like a conceptual word sketch essentially and I would combine that with like a composition sketch or something and I would just think about all of these things as I was painting and so I'd start jotting down thoughts in my sketchbook um, and then it, it kind of coincided with you know what I was learning in life. Um, a big thing for me is I'm constantly connecting dots with things and I probably do that too much sometimes <laughs> like maybe over spiritualize certain things but I'm like oh, okay so I'm learning this in my life right now how has that displayed itself in my painting practice or whatever Mm -hmm. and so everything feels very connected to me it's almost like I can't really have a piece without having that background Mm -hmm. of words and I it may go back to the fact that I just have grown up journaling and reading Um, literature art history that all plays a huge role Mm -hmm. in my artwork Um, I'm a huge nerd (laughs) huge nerd Um, Tolkien is my favorite (laughs) author, first off. Um, The Hobbit is my number one favorite (laughs) book. But I've just always had these fantasy worlds and just... I was always wanting to be somewhere else when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. Like, always playing pretend, always acting like I was entering into another (laughs) world or whatever, writing stories... And so I feel like that bit of my childhood has just stuck with me my entire life. I still read fantasy. I still read pretty much anything. But, and so I think that has kind of led into this otherworldly storytelling element of my pieces. Mm. So everything, yeah, everything just feels very tight knit for me. Is that, have you, do you, have you, I mean, actually, I guess you write on your canvases. Yeah, sometimes I journal on my canvases. You journal on your canvases and you paint over it. Interesting. Yeah, I've always, like, ever since, probably, probably early middle school is when I started. I mean, I, like, every night. Yeah. I don't, I don't do it every night now, but, like, basically from, like, middle school all the way through, probably my, through college. Wow. Yeah. Do you not journal? <laughs> well, I mean, that? I have I have a journal right here, but my journal is mainly like, I mean, it's like not about pieces or creativity or it's it's mine mainly are, mine are not. I don't journal about my pieces. Okay, I would love to try that. I yeah. think it would be really interesting. Yeah, you, it's so funny. I was listening to you talk about your process, and like for me, it's usually I'm journaling, spending time with the Lord, and then I'm like, I like a concept or a yeah. characteristic like will like just feel like it explodes in me, and I'm like, I want to. Like, it, mm. it almost feels, like, so full, right. inner, like, inside that I'm, like, okay, I have enough. Like, I want to put mm. it out. Yeah. Um, so, it's, it's just interesting. And even as you're talking, like, you're, like, I've always been this way. And it's, like, the Lord is so 
detailed and Mm -hmm. like even like I'm sure if we spent time each of us like looking back it's like at the journey I guess I spend time thinking about my history with God um quite a bit but I don't spend so much time thinking about like my history um with art and not just art but just like creative things in general and like how even back then like the Lord is developing like it just makes me it almost makes me feel like oh I feel seen like the Lord has to care you know he might not care that much but I think he does yeah you know it's like he makes us so unique and Mm. and it just I think it 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 convicts me a little bit I'm like I just need to like be myself like if he Hmm. like has had his hand on you like Kaylin your whole life and is like just continue to like um develop these things that you love and then he's tying them together too and like giving you language like that's beautiful and Mm -hmm. I think like he probably wants to do that with all of us no it's gonna look different but um it makes me like man like he knows Mm -hmm. and he has I think he has vision too like he's Mm -hmm. so creative we talk about this a lot but like he's so much more creative than we can even comprehend which is a whole topic in itself but like it just makes me wonder like okay what's his vision for like each of us Mm. as artists or as creatives like and how can we like lean into that i think after every time you give like a really cool thought you're like did that make any sense what did i just say sounded great no be yourself accept it it was a good thought yes (laughs) that was wonderful well, I'm curious, like, I mean, we're not, like, it sounds crazy to already be wrapping up the episode because it's, like, I want to keep going, and we will keep going. But I am curious, like, even in your thoughts, like, towards other creatives, like, mm. trying to find their process because, mm-hmm. I mean, that's, like, it's a lifelong journey, I think, yeah. you know? And, like, you're even talking about trying to, like, right now write your artist statement or, like, yes. rethink your uh, journey and your process. Going back to maybe younger Kaylin or going back, if you were speaking like to, like... you said it was hard. Yeah, mm-hmm. speaking to freshmen in college that are just, like, out of the, you know, factory of high school and just doing assignments. And mm-hmm. now it's, like, mm-hmm. be who you are. You know, <laughs> and you're just, like, who am I? Um, right. If you're going back and you're talking to those people or even yourself, like, what would you say to anyone in this space? And it doesn't just have to be painting. I mean, it could extend, obviously, to any art medium, but about finding your creative process and doing it alongside the Lord. Like, what would be your thoughts? I think that a word that I've kind of held on to for the last few years is um, steadfastness, which is a bit of a cliche Christian word. But I mean, seriously, like that, I have clung to that word um, because going through anything, whether it be just life or, you know, trying to figure out who you are as an artist or your identity in Christ, whatever that is, you know, we are called to one rest in the steadfastness of the Lord's love, but also to be a steadfast follower and Mm -hmm. to press on and to endure through things. And so I guess that would be my biggest encouragement because when I was in the depths of just having an identity crisis, you know, Mm -hmm existential crisis as most artists I think can relate to it's just like okay this is the work that you need to do you just have to keep creating and keep pouring into the things that you're passionate about and the people around you and it's it really does just come with time I think and I feel like that's kind of an opt-out you know but lame (laughs) right just kidding it's amazing no that's so true seriously I think just 
being steadfast and diligent with what is before you in the day-to-day, it builds up over time. It does. And that's applicable to any aspect of life, I feel like. Because Mm. for real, like one day you do really just kind of look up and you see see all the connected dots. Yeah. And that's kind of how it is with my pieces. It's like you start with a sketch. You start with the bare bones and underpainting. You don't really know how it's going to turn out. And you keep going layer after layer, stepping back, pausing. And you have to with oils. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, but just spending time in that journey. And then eventually, after time and work and focus, you have a finished piece. And mm-hmm. I just, I feel like that's very reflective of life mm-hmm. and of trust in the Lord, of just knowing that you're kind of in the thick of things and you just have to duck and run in certain mm-hmm. seasons and it pays off and that's kind of all you have to do <laughs> at times is just be like okay this sucks mm-hmm. but i know who i follow i know what i enjoy and so i'm going to just keep doing it yeah and i also would say to surround yourself with people who are Pouring into you not only like as a mentor with the Lord, but creatively. Because mm-hmm. like we were talking about earlier, like our relationships with professors that we've had in the past have developed us in ways that we never would have imagined. Yeah. And so, and creative conversations are so life-giving. Yeah. Um, so wherever you can find that, it is incredibly encouraging and knowing that people are also in the thick of things, you know, I think is, I don't know if both of you are introverted, but I am such an introvert and will withdraw and be like, (laughs) woe is me. I'm a lonely artist, like trying to figure this out. And that's just not the case. Like Like, you walk outside, you're like, Oh (laughs) yeah, exactly. Everyone is going through that to some extent. And so just kind of setting yourself aside and, you know, taking a look at the bigger picture and knowing that your problems are not all that big. Um, I think that, you know, can benefit us all. No, that's so good. Did you have any thoughts off that? No, I'm just like, I'm thinking about the word steadfast. I'm like, yeah, it's a good word. It's a good word. Mm -hmm. And like, as artists, like, you know, there's so much, we, we talk a lot about like the creative side of being an artist, but there is so much just like, showing up in like yeah. the day-to-day and, and I feel like your process is a great example because it's like it just makes a lot of sense like there's not really it just it's clear-cut it's like you have you put so many layers down you literally have to trust the process and right. show up every day like even if like underpainting you know isn't that beautiful like you know as the artist as the one who's leading the process like you know like give it two weeks and I'm going to yep. be more happy with this and it's like with the mm-hmm. Lord like do we trust that he knows Mm -hmm. and yeah you can apply that to anything but yeah I love that you said to just show up because I feel like that wraps (laughs) everything that I said up into two words because again it's like you're doing your part you are showing up and the Lord is going to do the rest yeah Yeah. that's so good I don't even have anything else 
Unless you have anything else. No. I'm like, I can listen to Kaylin talk <laughs> I know, all I day. do, too. <laughs> I'm like, we're Shut talking to you, Lisa. <laughs> oh, my goodness. We no. did ask Kaylin to teach us. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Kaylin's starting lessons soon. Just oh. <laughs> She's too busy. <laughs> yeah. That's no, true. but I really appreciate you coming in and just talking because I've been curious because it's, it's actually interesting that you use the word steadfast because when I was describing... I think before I even like talked about having you on as a guest, I was like, mm-hmm. she is like one artist that like, whose style just seems so um, like steadfast. <laughs> but it is, it's con- there's consistency there, and it, it just like when you said steadfast, I was like, that makes so much sense. Like if yeah. that's what she's meditating on and thinking about, like it shows mm-hmm. up. And so it's like, whatever the Lord is like teaching you, like I, there's just such a, it's so true that out of like the overflow your life speaks and it's like if you're Mm -hmm. meditating on the steadfastness of the lord and like the steadfast call of like being a disciple of jesus like it makes sense that the results that you see the fruit of that Mm. and so and then it speaks to his steadfastness on the other side that it's like he's showing up through it that he's being faithful to like fulfill his end yeah like because we walk in so blind you know with like I mean, I'm giving you this. And that's that's where I think a lot of people struggle is like they want, and you've even said that, like with your abstract, you're like, I kind of wonder where to, where to give enough words and where to not give yeah, words, yeah. you know, cause it's a, some trust to have to be like, I have to trust that like this time that like I've, not everyone's going to like get it, you know, yeah, but yeah. the people who stop to look and give pause will. Yeah. And it's like, but trusting the Lord on his side to speak through the things, even like this podcast has amazed me in the sense yeah. that it's like we don't know what we're doing, but it's like, we've had so many people respond and be like, this has been so life giving for me creatively or whatever. And it's like, I know that that was the Lord that like fulfilled his part because we said nothing, but that he came through and did these things. And like hearing all these things, I'm like, man, it's, I'm sitting here reflecting on the faithfulness of the Lord as she's speaking to you about, and you're like, I've done this, you know, with the Lord. And she's like, I've seen this, you know, through your pieces. The crazy thing is like, yeah, you're, I'm, it's, I think I've wanted to know about your process because when, I, I literally commissioned a, pa- a painting from Kayla. And with the day she dropped it off, even the timing, it's like the Lord is so in the details. Yeah. Like the day that she dropped it off, I think it was, was it a little bit earlier? It's either a little yeah. bit earlier or a little bit late. I don't know. And, but that day it was like, I needed like an encouragement that day. I did not, I mean, I was excited about the painting, duh. But <laughs> when I brought it inside, it was like, whoa. Mm. It, I cried. I've never cried from a piece of art. No. I'm gonna cry right now, <laughs> and I'm not even like I'm. Like, I'm definitely fangirling, but like I've never cried from a piece of art. But it just speaks to like what the Lord can do with like. I'm taking a survey in the room. <laughs> it just speaks to what the Lord can actually do with like a little yes, um, mm. and it's just like I think it's just really good news for us as artists that like it's actually way simpler. And he asks for just so little from us. Like, he asks for authenticity and, like, honesty and yieldedness. And we can do that. Like, we can mm-hmm. actually do that. Yeah. It's not mm-hmm. like he's asking too much. Now, and we, we talked about this when we talked about the pace of God. Like, there is patience involved. Sure. And, like, it's sure. not easy. It's not glamorous. But, like, what he actually asks of us compared to what he gives back is mm-hmm. it's worth it. So That's so good. I'm encouraged, and um, yeah, I think there's a lot like to, that we could think about going forward individually as creatives, whether you're painting or doing music. Or I think a lot of your thoughts actually translate well to different mediums, not yeah. just not just mm. visual artists. So, 
Thanks for coming on. Yes. Oh, of course. You <laughs> have so back. much fun. Yes. I would love to. So you could to. teach us more. <laughs> she did so well. It's her first podcast. She's yeah. a natural. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> this is the the face of a lot of nerves. So. Well, we will tag her Instagram account yes. so that you can actually see what we're talking about. I know. Someone listening like, to this what? is like, what? <laughs> You'll look at her Instagram and then you'll be like, oh, okay. Yeah. I get it. I we'll get put it. it in the show notes, but... Until next time. Until next time. We'll see you next week. All right. Bye. Bye.